Now, I was recently made aware of what I think is a really interesting story. Jonathan Ellis grew up um, with a grandfather and father that were exceedingly successful McDonald's franchisees. I mean, going back to the beginning days of Ray Kroc. Now he's gone off on his own and has a new franchise operation. He's going to try to take some of what the family learned from McDonald's and apply it to the eyelash business. Jonathan Ellis joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Awesome. Thank you, David. I appreciate you having me. So, uh, so the comp- always- somebody, company's Honest Lash, that's called? Yes, sir. Honest Lash. So tell me about how do you get into the, how do you go from, from flipping hamburgers to the eyelash business? Well, it's, it's a wild story uh, that, that uh, has many, many chapters to it. But essentially, long story short, uh, you know, I was very lucky and blessed to be to, to, to have grown up in the franchising world, especially McDonald's, uh, you know, being ex- everything that they are and, 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 and beyond and, and learning from that experience. And, yeah, it's like printing money, I thought, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it was definitely <laughs> a great uh, upbringing. Uh, you know, spent a lot of years uh, in the kitchens and on the roofs and uh, pushing cars through the drive through and uh, definitely have ketchup and mustard in my veins, uh, to, to say the least. But, uh, you know we the ellis family uh we were in the mcdonald's system for over 50 years uh papa was one of the the original uh pioneers opened up one of the first locations in texas back in 1969 and uh you know papa took it from one to six and then dad and uncle russ took it from six to 82 over 40 years Good night. and uh you know grew all throughout the texas markets and uh, i was very lucky to, to to be a part of that and and, and watch the wave and just, uh, you know, it's just, it, it was, it was an amazing experience. Uh, I value it. I cherish it. Uh, it's baked into everything that I do currently and all these other businesses, but, uh, you know, it always felt like dad's story. It always felt like Papa's story, uh, you know, coming in as a third generation, uh, you know, when they got to ride that wave, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties of just McDonald's explosion, uh, you know, it was very much an entrepreneurial, uh, journey and very much, uh, you know, a lot of ups and downs and everything in between. But, uh, long story short, whenever I came, you know, when I was, I was, you know, trying to enter the system and to become an approved operator myself, uh, you know, it was, it's a, it's a daunting undertaking to say, okay, yes, I know dad did it. Uh, he's, in a, you know, an amazing, uh, legacy in the system. Uh, but to, to purchase and acquire 19, multi-million dollar restaurants uh from family regardless of how much of a cash cow they are it's still you know that that's a big undertaking for anybody and so uh you know when we decided to sell out of mcdonald's in uh mid 2018 uh shortly after hurricane harvey which i don't know if you recall that 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 was one of those storms that just devastated the state we all remember Uh, believe me we had a lot of restaurants down uh you know it was just it was one of those points in life where you're, you're making hard decisions. You know, Papa was getting, was getting older. Uh, dad was kind of getting, you know, uh, to a point where he was looking to make some decisions. I was looking to, you know, do I double down and, you know, invest forever in the McDonald's system or do I kind of venture out and go try some other, you know, entrepreneurial ideas. So back in 18, we sold, you know, the McDonald's, uh, I shortly thereafter, uh, purchased and acquired some Sylvan learning centers, which is a tutoring, uh, business franchise and operated those for about two and a half years until COVID hit. And uh, that essentially is kind of the, the we are a COVID pivot. We are very much a transitional company. We are very much a, a, a uh, 
a business that was born out of a situation where we were kind of painted into a corner. So you asked, how do I go from burger flipping to lashes? Well, it was burger flipping, then it was education and tutoring and, and, and doing multi-unit franchising across Texas and that system. Uh, you know, it was approaching almost three years into it, starting to turn a profit, starting to really enjoy, you know, find my groove in the education world uh, as a franchisee in that system. And then, you know, the 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 rug was pulled out from underneath me and uh, 2020, you know, I just had I had a lot of debt. I had a lot of overhead. I had a lot of leases across uh, the locations we had in Dallas and Austin. And, uh, you know, it was it was a situation where. Sylvan was inessential. We were shut down for three months. I had to take PPP. I had to do yeah. the uh, the thing where we, uh, you know, had to, to lay a lot of people off. It was a very tough situation. Uh, fast forward six months, uh, the election happens. Uh, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I don't know what, which direction to take this company. Cause as of, as of that current, uh, timeframe, uh, you know, back to school was still very much remote and virtual, uh, report cards were not, uh, super important or top of mind with parents at the time. And, uh, and then when the state of Texas canceled, uh, the star test, which is the annual state, uh, testing that kind of drives right. demand in the tutoring world. Uh, I decided I was okay. Okay. I don't have the cash to, to keep this going. So I called Sylvan, uh, was able to pivot and, 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 uh, some neighboring franchisees, uh, acquired some of my locations and, uh, we shut down uh, three of the locations and rebranded as Lash Studios. So, long story short, so you use the sa- you use the same physical locations, exact same physical spots. So I had, you know, uh, I guess the multiple- common thread is it's all people oriented. But it's not as though you're manufacturing good, you know, sort of mindless goods or something. That all three of those businesses are really people centric businesses. Well, what I liked about the lash business was it was a, a service-based business. There was a, it's in the beauty world. You have cosmetologists, you have estheticians, you have all types of, uh, uh, there was an industry uh, of people that are willing and able and wanting to go back to work yeah. that, uh, yes, I was going to train them up on how we were going to do things. But as far as like having to train them on the basics of, you know, delivering beauty services that that's already, you know, yeah. they go to school for that. They get a license for that. So that that's what I liked about the beauty industry was, uh, yes, it was a, it's a service provider based business. It wasn't considered essential during the pandemic, but when I was making a decision on, you know, to go into this industry, it was very much, a, okay, we've got these three leases. I've got four years left on, uh, the agreements. I'm not going to walk from them. Uh, I still had a lot of, uh, you know, overhead from the, the Sylvan business, which sure. I slowly offloaded by by selling them and or closing them. Uh, but these remaining three, I was like, okay, what business can I build or create that will at the very least cover the rent for the next four years? And so my wife and I scratched our heads, you know, got, got together over the course of the pandemic and created a number of concepts that we, we just, you know, decided, uh, you know, we looked at liquor stores, we looked at uh, restaurants. Uh, we looked at uh, pet wash um, studio type places. So, but with not a lot of money, not a lot of capital, not a lot of resources. Plus, at the time, you know, swinging hammers and 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 uh, building out new spaces was, was not an option, right? Because we were still very much shut down. So, basically, we went on Amazon and pieced together uh, through some salon kits and some studio kits and 
you know, all types of anything that you need in a, in a, in a, uh, studio, uh, salon space and basically piece together a, a, a lash concept, uh, and, you know, hit the ground running. We, you know, we closed this location, I believe early November in Bastrop, Texas and black Friday of 2020, we opened our first, uh, lash studio, uh, wow. you know, 30, 30 days later. So you've got what four locations now. Yes. And more to come. Ideal. I guess I'll, I'll got to be franchised. Well, so we had the original three that we all, that we converted over the course of, you know, late 2020, early 2021. And then six, eight months into it, I was like, Hey, these are actually kind of making money. These are doing pretty well. I think we've got something here. I think maybe we can franchise this. Maybe, you know, we take this McDonald's, this McDonald's experience, the Sylvan experience, this COVID pivot experience and kind of package it up and create a franchise model. And, uh, you know, provide opportunities to, to entrepreneurs and, and new business owners to, to kind of, you know, follow the same roadmap that yeah. I followed because this franchise model isn't uh, built for, yes, we are very much McDonald's. We have a lot of those systems and procedures and policy, everything that I learned and observed and be, was a part of for that many years. It's very much who we are and what we represent, but uh what we feel confident about knowing is yes we're a franchise system we're a franchise model we've got a great team of people that we've built over the last several years and we've built it with today's economy today's right. uh mindset today's you know virtual world in in mind so everything we've built you know for this system to to be successful has been built you know in the last three plus years so, so you're we're you're so you're you're a north texan but, yes, sir. But the operations right now are around the Austin area. You got to migrate yes. up to North Texas. You got to get some operations up here. Hundred percent. We we've been franchising in Texas uh, for close to two years now. Uh, we've successfully sold a location in El Paso. We've sold a location in San Antonio. Uh, we've got leads uh, being generated from all over the state. Uh, a lot of them in North Texas. A lot of them in the Houston area. So yes, uh, my goal is to open a hundred locations here in Texas. Wow! And and then take it national. So uh, we have national aspirations, but also being a restaurant guy, being a you know being somebody that likes to be at arm's length, uh, you know, with operations. Uh, you know, I want to keep this this uh, this system smart and very uh, calculated and growth centric, and a you know with the, with the the rate of growth that Texas has experienced alone in the last decade, like. Yes, we have national aspirations, but, uh, you know, I want to build a, a very strong, healthy, uh, you know, foundation here in Texas for the future. So that's absolutely. Are we going to be in North Texas? A hundred percent. Hopefully this year. Yeah, well, It's going to be fun to watch you grow. Jonathan Dallas is the founder of Honestly, along with your wife, right? Of Honestly. A hundred percent. Yeah. I could not do this without her. She is, she is definitely driving the ship. I very much like the business side. She's the beauty side. We like to call her warm hug because she just, <laughs> you know, makes everything better. And like I say, it's going to be fun to watch you grow. Jonathan Dallas, our guest today. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.